Macworld Podcast, episode 581 for November 8th, 2017. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Senior Editor Roman Loyola. Uh, I'm being joined by two remote people. We have uh, staff writer Mike Simon. Hi, Mike. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning, rather. And new to the uh, Macworld Podcast and to Macworld, he's been here like a week now. Is that right, Jason? Is our... That's a little just a little over a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is a new staff writer, Jason Cross. Hi, Jason. Hello. Some of you might be familiar with Jason if uh, he used to work with uh, Greenbot, which was our, our sister's site for a while. Mm-hmm. And now he's with uh, PC World before that. <laughs> now he's with us and with PC World before that. So he actually has a history with us and we yeah. know him very well. So, but now he's, now he's come to the, come, he has seen the light. And now it's wow. <laughs> writing for us. So uh, Leah Yamshan, who's our managing editor, who usually joins us, she's, she is sick today. So we hope you feel better, Leah. Feel better, Leah. And hopefully she'll join us next week. And we have Manning, the man behind the scenes is our producer, Dan. Uh, hey, hi, Dan. Good morning, everyone. So Dan will be checking Facebook and Twitter for your uh, comments and questions for today. So... Today we're going to talk about the iPhone 10, like we have been for the past what month or so. Yeah, never heard of it. So yeah, it's some this new gadget called the iPhone 10. Uh, the reason why we're talking about it is because we have our iPhone 10s now. They started shipping on Friday. Uh, a lot of us got them over the weekend. Uh, so we wanted to talk about our first impressions. If people in, who are watching this right now have any comments or questions about the iPhone 10, please let us know. Dan is keeping an eye on Facebook and Twitter, and he'll chime in uh, with your guys' comments and questions. So uh, let us know what you think. So uh, let's start off with Jason. Jason, do you have any yeah. – I don't want to start off with – so what do you think? Let's start off with right. what's when you first started using your iPhone ten. what was the like one thing that immediately struck you about – or the one lingering thing that struck you about the phone? Um, there were kind of, kind of two things just kind of hit you at first. Uh, one is that Apple's well known for their sort of attention to, to craftsmanship and detail. And it's really overboard with the, with a iPhone 10. It's really, uh, I would say like finely assembled. It's every, there's no seam between the glass, the curve of the side and the back glass and stuff. It all feels like one piece of, right construction you know it's not there's no seams there's no gaps there's no little lip where the glass ends and the side band begins or anything like that it all feels like one unit um so it's just really really finely made and then of course when you turn it on that screen i've used a lot of really good screens samsung's oled screens on their phone their top tier phones are like some of the best in the business and so it takes a lot to kind of impress me but they they nailed it with the screen it's it's as good as any OLED I've ever seen uh, for viewing angles, for color accuracy, color gamut, everything else, you know, it gets very bright. Um, so, and that just jumps right out at you. They, they really did a great job with the display. Yeah. One, I, I was talking to my wife who also got an iPhone 10. She mm-hmm. got it for work though. So it's not really hers, but we were both talking about what we thought. And I found myself, I actually said to her that about the screen, that the black on the screen I thought was gorgeous, which seems right. odd to say about black on a screen because it's basically nothing's on, but there's just, it feels like I can like stick my hand in it. It feels so rich and, yeah. you know, it's like 
dark. It's like, you know, usually black is like, what, 95% gray sometimes or whatever. Yeah, because literally the light is on behind an LCD yeah. and they're they're blocking the light and there's little gaps and there's yeah. little so it's never really really off off right and you get that with a you get that with Apple Watch as well that's yeah you know that that black that just looks like it doesn't exist like the only right. pixels that exist are the only place the screen exists or where there's pixels lit up yeah um yeah there's there's times when that really shows up anytime you have like a really dark display the the Apple Watch does it all the time because they have a lot of black background with just like an icon on it right kind of thing and it that icon just looks like it's floating in in the void yeah 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 you can't even tell where the bezel begins and the display ends most of the time on apple watch right yeah <clears throat> yeah and um the one thing i did was i i on my home screen i put a black background so mm-hmm. then you don't even notice the notch mm-hmm. so mike you had some thoughts about the notch that we had some internal discussion here at work with some other coworkers and that got a little uh, heated isn't the right word, but it was a little uh, enthusiastic. Yeah. Enthusiastic is a good word. So, so what do you think about the notch, Mike? Does it, does it bother you? I, before I got iPhone, the, or the iPhone 10, I was ready to just completely hate the notch. I've used, you know, pretty much every Android flagship that's out there. And, you know, I like the strip of black above the screen and they, they all have that. And, you know, the, uh, the old iPhones did as well. And I, that's what I'm accustomed to. And the, you know, the notch in pictures, it looks, it looks really distracting. You know, it kind of juts into the screen. And <clears throat> once you use it, I, you know, now I, I, I kind of like it. I like having <clears throat> a little bit more of the screen of the picture behind, you know, whatever, whatever's showing on the screen to go up, a, you know, a, around the, the camera. I like how Apple has split the status bar in, into two parts and, and uses it. And, you know, now it's a little bit more representative of what you're doing. Like if you're recording a screen, it'll, it'll have a, a little screen recorder up in the top left. And there's a couple of apps that are doing fun things with it. And I think it, it kind of puts a little more attention on the status bar, kind of opens it up a little bit more for what they can do with it. And it's, you know, it just gives it character. All of these phones look the same, you know, the the Galaxy Note, it's gorgeous, but it looks the same as a Galaxy S8. It looks the same as an LG V30. And, you know, this gives the phone a, a, a unique look. And Apple is, you know, that's, I think, 95% of the reason why they did it is, you know, to give it, you know, this is an iPhone. This looks differently than every other phone. Sure, it's the same. It's it's, it's an OLED screen and it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, nearly a bezel-less design and all that stuff. But you know, this is our defining characteristic, and I, you know, I dig it. I like it. So I have two, I have two things on that. One okay. yep. is, uh, do you think that a uh, uh, different for the sake of being different is necessarily good? And then Kay Tark is asking on Twitter if you see any changes in the future regarding that notch. I think once Apple can put it under the display and have it do all the face ID and the camera stuff and not affect anything, of course. It'll just be, it'll be a rectangle, a rectangle to display, and that'll be that. But as long as that needs to be there, which will, you know, we're, we're talking several iterations here. I mean, it's not, this is not something that's going to be solved quickly. And then, yeah, I think that absolutely they're going to keep it and they're going to, um, you know, probably embrace it even further with the way these icons work and, and what you can do with that space you know, above or to, to the right and left of the camera. Yeah. Uh, two quick points about the notch. One is 
um, that in an app that really supports it well, hopefully I'm in the camera here, it's not so much that the notch cuts into the display mm -hmm. of what you're looking at, it's that you have little horns of extra display. Right, right, exactly. That get out of the, get gets the status bar stuff out mm -hmm. of the way so that the right. app takes up the full area that you would otherwise do. The other thing is, I think the reason that Apple did this is if you look at the, the distance between the display and the edge of the phone, all around, even on the corners, the bottom, everywhere, all the way to the top, it's the exact same distance. Like they don't have more distance between the last pixel and the very edge of the phone anywhere. And they did, they did that everywhere they could and then they just cut in with, with the display and stuff. So it gives that illusion of perfectly symmetrical yep. framed screen. Whereas every Android phone and stuff has a strip and they may make it symmetrical where the strip on the top and the bottom are the same, but it's not like the distance between the last pixel and the edge of the phone is the same all the way around. That's right. a very unique Apple thing that only they're doing right now. <laughs> so, so I think that there's that. I think it's just that there's a lot of apps not optimized, even apps that should be. I mean, the, the, the simulator has been out since September or something for apps to get, right. to get on with this. The there's no excuse for Google Maps not yeah, to yeah. be formatted for this screen. I mean, um, and, and things like that, it's like really big. I mean, if you're a small developer, I get it, but you know, there's no reason. So I think a lot of the problems people are having with the notch are going to be solved through some app updates. We've seen some really good ones. Like what's that, what's that Reddit client? Apollo. Um, Apollo, which is a great, um, Reddit client, by the way. Um, they do some really nice stuff using, putting everything up in that area, putting the little volume adjustments mm -hmm. up there and stuff. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is if Apple in its own apps really take advantage of those, that, those two horns, so to speak, mm -hmm. then, and then that may, will force them to, you know, they'll decide that, yeah, ooh, we can, we'll keep the notch because our own software takes advantage of that space. Not right. necessarily a third party. Third party. I could see Apple not paying attention to those to the two horns, and then right. like some third party developer uses that space really well, and then everyone else kind of follows suit. But Apple, and then Apple comes out with, "Hey, the notch yeah. is gone. You don't need yeah, to do that it's anymore." The, it's like then, the podcast app where just right. what is Apple? Doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's going to take Apple's own internal software development to take advantage yeah. of that space. They do a really good job of yeah. it on the main OS stuff, but yeah. not necessarily their apps yet. Um, yeah. And speaking of hiding the notch, I've already, there's already an app out there that will just make a, make a wallpaper for you. You, you tell it the image you want, but it'll make a wallpaper with a black band at the top mm -hmm. with the right <laughs> curves, you know, to hide the notch for you and save it as your wallpaper you or your lock screen <laughs> paper so that it's, so that it hides it on the lock screen. Yeah. The, so that's already happened. <laughs> so I was uh, I was in Cupertino yesterday, and I was walking around, looking, you know, walking around with my phone, mm -hmm. and I had three people come up to me and say, "Oh, you got the new phone? That's pretty cool." And then they would just walk away, and I'd be like, "How did they know I had the phone?" And I think it's the notch. It's I think face. that's how they can tell. Yeah, so, I was at a restaurant. From, right. Even from even from behind, that the yeah. the camera being vertical yeah. is really right. distinctive. Right. From a distance, yeah. But I had it like, I was, you know, I had it like this, so it was hard to see the camera. But, yeah, you, but you can see what's on my screen. And, yeah, I was kind of like, 
Yeah, it was just odd was, um, that three people came up to me and, at different times and said... Paid by Apple. Well, that was a thing. They may <laughs> right. have been Apple employees that... I know yeah. one was definitely an Apple employee, so, but the other two may have been Apple employees just to, you know, hmm. one of those I was things. at a restaurant last night with my son and my wife called on, on FaceTime and I was using it, you know, really quick and someone walked by and said, hey, look, an iPhone 10. You know, it's it's distinguishable. You 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 it you know you it, it's not confused. There's right. no way to confuse it with any other phone out there. Yeah. What do you guys think about this the size of it? Uh, so I mean, go I, ahead, Mike. I have an interesting uh, or I have a thing about the size. Okay. But go ahead. I like I like big 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 phones, so I wouldn't be opposed to maybe pushing it to six inches. But mm. um, it's it's I mean it's a, I don't have a problem with it. At five point eight is it's a it's a good size. Right. Um, I wouldn't mind, like I said, maybe an uh, uh, iPhone X two plus or whatever they would call it, and yeah. have it be yeah. you know six point two like the or six point three like the note like push it a little bit further because I think you know when once you once you have this compact size you can definitely you know uh, they could definitely go a half inch higher, mm -hmm. but I think it's a I think it's a good sweet spot for most people. So, I had a six S plus, so I'm used to a bigger the bigger size phones, and I liked that size. I was very comfortable with it. Um, using this for a few days, I liked the size, but I had this weird psychological thing where I felt like the screen on the iPhone 10 was smaller than the screen on the 6s plus, even though it's not sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but I kept, I would look at it and think, why is, I, I would think that this screen is smaller, but it's not. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, I would, right. I would even go so far as to like hold my 6s plus and like, Put them face to face and like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's actually um, airy, you know, because it's a different aspect ratio. Right. You know, the area you could have a you could have a phone with a, a line of one pixel wide that's six inches long, and that's technically a six inch display. Right, right, right. Measured diagonally, right? Right. Um, but area wise, it's almost exactly the same area yeah. as the plus phones. Yeah. It's you know, even though it's a higher diagonal, whatever, right? Yeah. It's so narrower, and I get that same thing too, where depending on what I'm doing, I alternately feel like I get less display yeah. or more display. Like if it's really listy, if it's a, if it's yeah. an app that's really listy, like Twitter or something like that, I feel like, Oh, this is great. I can see so much. Yeah. So. It's weird. It's, and like, so the <laughs> iPhone 10 screen is a bit taller, but a bit mm -hmm. narrower than this, than mm -hmm. the plus screen. But what it is, is it's the bezels. It's the bezels that make me think that it's a bigger right. screen, even though it's... Yeah, it's an optical illusion. Yeah, it's a total optical yeah. illusion. And it's, total, it's a total mental barrier that I've had. Uh, and so I was thinking, if I can get the iPhone X screen in a plus size, oh my God, that would be like my dream phone. It would be like... Yeah. But also, I, I definitely... Yeah. I'm with Mike. I could. This could be bigger, but I don't want it to be as wide as... Well, if, first of all, if it was as wide as the Plus phones, it would be really tall. Yeah, this exactly. would be a really tall yeah. phone. It can't, it, so I don't want it to be that big or even as big as like the Note. Um, <clears> but just just give me a couple more millimeters wider than this. Just yeah. a little. Yeah. Like this is what, 5.8, I think? Yeah, it's 5.8. I, I, think, I think we'll see a 6-inch one. Yeah, go to yeah. 6. Mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. they have something for you. It's called the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, that, yeah, it's... It's a thing where I was like, oh, you know, if I can get a six-inch screen or even for me, even a little bigger, 
Yeah. yeah. So, but I am glad they they went with the eighteen to nine um, ratio though, because it's it, it makes the the using it of it, it's just so much easier with one hand. I mean, my my thumb yes. can reach the other end so much better now. Yeah, it is. True. I really think between this and the premium Android phones doing this, I think this is the the right aspect yes. ratio for phones. Yeah, this is absolutely. where they're, they're going to be, and it's just a matter of time before they get displays like of this. I mean, not this quality, but at this ratio and stuff down to into the cheap phones. You know. Yep. Yeah, the thing about going taller is that I would, for me, it would be, I think it might be a little more difficult to get to control center because you have to go all the way up right. and then yep. swipe down. So a little taller might make that a little not as comfortable to use. I think mm-hmm. any phone that's not the SE uh, is too big for my hands. <laughs> and I don't think I have that's small right, hands. You like small but, phones. but one-handed, I don't think, you know, realistically, all these phones... Because like right now I'm using the V20, and yeah. that phone is Thir- like uh, the 30. Oh yeah, V30. I yeah, can't. V30. I can reach you know one third of the area, and like the top left corner is impossible. Yeah. The bottom right mm-hmm. corner is impossible. So that's yeah. a good example. That's a that's a six inch 18 by nine phone. So that's that's about what we're looking for, Jason and I and, and Roman. Yeah. In a, in, I, in a I phone. think it's a little more bezely. But yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah. it is a little more bezely. Yeah. Slightly. I'll, yeah. I'll need finger extensions for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can you can use it with the, the second hand, you know. I mean you just, right. you, you just adjust just the way you hold your hand around a little shift. bit. Or use yeah. reachability. The the thing is about going even bigger makes me wonder how much that phone would cost because an O L E D that big. Must I think be that this is I think this is gonna be the the price point. Nine ninety nine and eleven forty nine, and they're just going to change. Right, we've set a you know bar. what yeah. they offer. You know the screen, like like the iPhone, you know four, five, six, seven. You know they 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 stuck to pretty much the same price point. They just gave you more storage, bigger screen, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that I don't think it's going to start at higher than nine ninety nine. If anything, it'll go down to eight ninety nine or, or right, less. with maybe a plus being nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, the rumor mills already talking about really Apple's big push for next year is to get the cost down on this and I, I think that's part of part of the reason it's expensive is because the scale isn't there yet right the, absolutely. the scale for manufacturing the display and the the uh true depth sensor stuff mm-hmm. is that's one of the reasons you know that they're hard to come by is that you know they're that's that's the hold up on manufacturing um, but also just whenever that's the case whenever they don't make a million of these things as soon as they make true depth sensors by the hundreds of millions a year for iPads and all the iPhones and everything else, then that brings the cost way down. And Absolutely. So, Dan, did you return your, your iPhone I can't. I canceled mine because I, right. I also decided that I don't think I needed a 256 gig version. If I do get one, yeah. I don't need 256 gigs. I think 64, yeah. since I'm, I do put everything on the cloud anyways, right. that mm-hmm. you know, I could save what 150 bucks just by doing that yep. yeah yeah so either yeah. way i figured the 256 one wasn't right for me anyways okay and the wait's okay. not that long yeah so 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 you reordered a 64 gigabyte i have not reordered it yet okay because actually <laughs> yeah. see so now i'm gonna try the pixel uh, and see pixel, pixel two, yeah, the pixel two and see how i feel the, about that the small one or the or the bigger one? the smaller one Okay. And then this way right. would give me a good sense of like, okay, really, how how does the Android, you know, kind of system stack up against iPhone? Yeah. 
And then, yeah. you know, by the time I finished playing with that, you know, I could probably order an iPhone 10 yeah. and there would be no wait. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's true. That's really the only other phone I'd consider buying, spending my money, my own money on to buy for my own self. Like as good as things LG is doing, as good as that is, as good as some of the stuff Samsung's doing is I can't stand what they do to the interface. I can't stand the bloatware. I can't stand that you don't get app up. I mean, app updates, OS updates at a decent time. Like, Agreed. you know, that's the pixels really the only game in town for getting OS updates when you're supposed to and not yeah. getting <clears throat> held under the thumb of every carrier who wants yeah. to put crap on your phone. Even even Essential, who made his big claim that we're going to get these OS updates as fast as good, they still haven't pushed out an Oreo update. Now we're talking yeah. almost two months later. Yeah. So you just you just don't get it anywhere near. It's not, I mean, it's not weeks, it's months, and yeah. sometimes it's years. And, it, and if you're one of those people who likes to beta test, maybe late in the beta test or something, only the pixels are right. eligible and stuff. It, yeah, it's yeah. really the only there's, option. There's no question. I mean, the, the Pixel 2 is, uh, it's a it's a great phone. It, it's a, you know, as far as design goes, I mean, it's not even in the same, it's no. not even in the same league or the same sport as Apple. Yeah. I mean, they're like two different, two different animals, <laughs> but the, the Pixel is a great phone. I, I worry a little bit about the, the screen problems with the XL. The, uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah. But yeah. man, their, their camera, they're mm. doing it. They're doing it's it right absurd. with the camera. Jeez, it's crazy, crazy what they can do with, with one lens and yeah. a whole bunch of, uh, Image yeah. processing, so good. Yeah, yeah, it's astounding. So, so I wish I wish they would Apple and Google would team up and to make like one super phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> so we have a lot of questions uh, regarding uh, the the Face ID. Keysaw okay. is on Twitter is asking if it's fast. Uh, Deals is asking if it works in the dark, and Monies mm-hmm. I think is asking like you know have. Uh, as far as it failing with twins. So what have your experiences all been like uh, regarding face ID? I can tell you none of us have tried it with twins. <laughs> yeah, I don't have access I, to twins. It's not supposed to work with, it's not supposed to work properly with twins. It's, twins is supposed to fool it. It's going to, it's yeah, going to have will identical twins anyway. Triplets. Or just even some pe- there's been some videos of just like siblings who look really really similar and aren't technically twins sometimes fooling it and that's going to be those are going to be your edge cases uh it's worked great for me in the dark the the super super dark like mm-hmm. the crazy dark it's been it's been fine and speed has been um i, I want to hear your your uh opinions on this but for me it's been kind of like the speed of first gen touch id not as fast as the new touch id but it kind of depends on how you're using it right. because if you're just going to your home screen and you just want to like swipe up and look, it's, it's like the f- slower touch ID was, it's not as fast as touch ID on the like iPhone seven and stuff. Um, but if you're doing something like tapping a notification to get into that yes. app straight from the lock screen, it's much faster because you're already looking at your phone. So as soon as you tap that notification, it just pops you in to the app and you're not you don't have to like tap the notification then touch tap, tap touch id so it, it really depends on whether or not touch id would be an extra step for you or not it can be much faster you know i think if apple and, and ios 12 just changes the process mm-hmm. so you can maybe it's a toggle and the phone automatically goes to the to the, to the home screen once it recognizes your face that would that would make it seem so much faster than that extra half a second of swiping up 
There, yeah, there's that too. Yep. Because if you can swipe fast enough, you can you, you bring do it, it before up and it, right. swipe it, and it'll just say Touch ID on the screen for I mean Touch ID Face ID on the screen for just a split second right. before it gets you to the home screen. But yeah, there needs to be a, an option, a toggle, something in the security thing that says when you see my face, just go to the home yes. screen. And I'm sure that'll be there in either 11.3 or whatever 12. You know. Yeah, maybe. How, maybe they're worried about the security of that. I don't know. How, how about off axis? Because like I use my phone in like a car mount, and it mm-hmm. would not be facing me perfectly. And yeah. you know, like one problem I have with the V30 is that the unlock finger thing is on the back, so it's a pain to get mm-hmm. to when it's actually in, you know on the in the car dock. So what about what about that? For me, uh, on my I, car mount, it it works. So yeah, I have an air vent. That's a little, you know, it's obviously off to the side. It seems it, it works all the time. So I haven't had a problem with with using Face ID on my car. Yeah, mount. mine too. Mine's right above the center column of my yeah. my car, and as long as I'm looking at it, it'll go. Of course, once it's on, once it's there, it is unlocked. Like it's the, the map's running all the time or whatever, you know. Right. Um, for me, but but it does. That'll work fine. The only way it won't work is if it's just too far away. Yeah. Like I, I can't stretch my arm far enough to make it not work. Right. But pretty much just past that, and and I have long arms, but just past the length of your arms is pretty much the limit for it reliably always unlocking. Yeah. The one instance where it's off to the side, it's not working. Like if I'm say like I'm eating my lunch. And like mm-hmm. I'm, and I have my phone off to the side. And you have noodles all, all <laughs> above your nose. Right, the noodles, are, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, whatever ice creams all over my face. But it like, you know, if I have my phone off to my side like this, and then my lunch is right here, and like I want to read something or something happens on my phone, mm-hmm. I'm not end up. It, it, I've had it not work. So it, uh, you know, yeah. I, and I'll just reach over like this, right, like right now, and like right now, it's not working. I'm not in the proper. I'm too. Yeah, I'm, out of the, its range. I'm a big flat on my desk phone user a, a lot, yeah. and it it does not have the angle to really do that well. Yeah, um, I have to kind of lean over right. it like yeah. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, it's um, both the being too far to the side and too far over. Yeah, this way. So yeah. And so, however, be... when you get a what we we all need to do is get and they're not that expensive, a, a Qi charging stand that's a stand, right. not a flat thing. Right. And you can get them. You can get some nice-looking ones for like $30 yeah, or something yeah. out there on Amazon. If you have the 10 as opposed to the, the 8 and you want a wireless charger, I would definitely get one that's a, a stand that tilts it up instead of flat mm-hmm. uh, and use that to leave it on your desk because then it's always facing you, and it's it's great. All you, all you have to do is since your attention's on it, it'll it'll unlock so, and I'm sure future iPhone tens, you know, the Apple will work on the on the angle. They'll get wider angle cameras. Right. They'll, you know, true depth. They'll, they'll yeah, be able to see it more. I and I, really I also find I have I use the, uh, the the Retina biometric on the on the Note, mm-hmm. and I have to do like like one of these because you have to <laughs> nail like the top. And I do find that it's a better angle than that. Oh yeah, like, I, I, like I don't have to lean over that far. Yeah, so. that's very very limited, and it has more that has more problems with lighting conditions than absolutely than this does. This is yeah. way faster and m- more forgiving in terms of like angles and lighting and stuff than the the Retina stuff on. I went in a in my Center. closet and closed the door, and it worked. I mean, yeah. it's it's really good as far as darkness goes. Yep. 
And I remember as far as, you know, like before the iPhone 10 came out, that it was either patents or rumors that like, you know, fingerprint unlock anywhere on the touchscreen was going to be a thing. Do you yeah. think that whole conversation is dead? I do. Yeah, that's yeah. gone. No yeah. more fingers. They're, they're working. I mean, companies are developing that. It's actually, it's been done, but it's terrible. And like in, in labs, I've, I've seen this at like mobile or Congress where you can try out like new technology and stuff. It's there, but getting it under, getting it under the part where the pixels are and making it reliable yeah. and fast is, is really challenging. Right. Uh, and I don't think they're even going to bother anymore. They're I think they're not. all in on face ID and that's just more internal space. They don't want to give up and cost. Yeah. Yep. They want to give up for that. They have you the can, you know, when you use it, it's clear that this is that the implications of this are so much wider than the fingerprint. Like, there's so many more yeah. things that Apple can do with Face ID and 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 the and the True Depth camera. It's just that, just the They're little things that the iPhone 10 does now. A is couple awesome. of really minor things, yeah. and you just once you hear about them, you just start your mind starts racing with all the stuff they could yeah. be doing because they're doing. Um, like ringers and notification sounds. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at your display at the moment, are they're quieter? Right. Uh, it won't even if you don't touch your display, uh, mm-hmm. and the, it won't time out the display and, and turn it off. That's the if you're looking thing. at it, right? So many uh, times, I mean, I tap my phone while I'm reading something, so it doesn't shut off. It's awesome. That's yeah, that's, exactly. that's a you great know, feature. That. And that's yeah. that's just the like the simplest things. Mm-hmm. Like just imagine how many other things they could be doing that just says, well, if you're looking at it. Yeah. Or once they get the ability to register multiple faces, mm-hmm. the ability to say, oh, these these photos or these uh, apps or whatever are just for me, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you can lock them so that if somebody else is looking at your phone, even if it's unlocked, they won't see those pictures, those videos, those apps, whatever, you know, they yeah, can do no that stuff. Um, so there's a lot of cool stuff they could be doing with this. And once they bring it to the iPad and the Mac and, you know, I mean, that's the, the sky's yeah. the limit for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about the Mac and this kind of ties in what I'm about to say. So one instance or not the Mac, the iPad, the one instance where I've made seen I uh, face ID not work is if you use it on a third party app that works horizontally. Yes. Yeah, that's a yeah. little tricky. I agree. So yeah. it won't work. So, like for instance, I have Dropbox, and you can use the Dropbox app in horizontal mode. But but if you try to log in while you're using it horizontally, Face ID won't work. Right. Yeah. So you yeah, have you to basically yeah. do it in portrait mode first, portrait, yeah. and then you then you can go into horizontal mode. So. Which yeah, segues we, into the iPad. I, I, I wonder how yeah. they're going to implement it because a lot of people use the iPad uh, horizontally. So Yeah, or both ways is the thing. Like right. They can't just put the sensor so it's horizontal because you, people use it a lot portrait too. Right. I mean, it really is the kind of thing that you use in either direction. Right. So right. They, they're going to have to make it work both ways. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably a software issue where I can't they just have to yeah figure it out. I, I think it would yeah just be I, I wonder because of the dot the dot grid that they project on your face i like wonder they don't have to rotate that dot grid necessarily yeah, I, I don't think so they just, have to, just like, has to understand it yeah yeah it would it'd almost I, be like registering a second face i don't know well the I, trick I, yeah the trick is that the camera's then at a different angle instead of like being mm-hmm. somewhat aligned with your face it's off to the side right 
Right. So then the camera's shooting from a different that, angle. Though. Yeah. I just, well, yeah. So. Have you tried upside down? I have not tried it upside down. I haven't tried upside down either. <laughs> so, <laughs> should try it. I'm sure it does. I'm Do assuming it. it doesn't work. Go Roman. <laughs> so there's a question on Facebook um, from Fabio asking if you've noticed any overall lag using native apps like photos and settings. God no. Mm-mm, not even close. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost too fast. <laughs> yeah, I can't get it to work yeah. upside down. Okay. Uh, They they do something unique with the 10 that they don't do with the 8 and 8 Plus, even though it's got the same CPU, is that they they run the touch sensor at 120 hertz. So the screen is still at 60 hertz. It's still 60 frames per second, just like every iPhone. But the actual touch input is um, registered at 120 hertz. uh, Like they do on, so it's like they do on the ProMotion iPads and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's it's not promotion. It's not going to be that kind of smoothness, but the responsiveness is going to be faster. And it's responding to you changing your touch and changing your direction and stuff is going to be half as, you know, twice yeah. as fast. So, And there's so many new gestures for navigation on the iPhone. You really notice the difference between yeah. uh, the LCD screens. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's these phones are always slow right after you set them up, especially if you restore from a backup and stuff and it's got a bunch of stuff to process in the background. Um, but after a few hours of letting it kind of catch its breath, <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, is it's, like lightning. It's crazy fast, yeah. My favorite new thing is um, switching between apps where you can just, let's see, let me bring one up. You can just swipe the little bottom mm-hmm. bar like this and just go between apps like yep. this way. And I keep forgetting that exists. But but it's a really fast way because you can go back multiple apps. You you mm-hmm. could always double tap the yeah. home button before to kind of like hop back to the previous app. But now you can just swipe back several apps that way, and, and it it's like lightning, and they just yeah. your other apps just pop in. Well, the funny the weird funny thing for me about that is that I didn't realize how much I used that app switcher mm-hmm. on on my old phone. So and because. It was so easy to get to. You just double tap your your home button and you're there. Right. Where this is a little more a little more effort because you have to swipe up, hold, and then like pause for a second. And pause yeah. for right. a second. So yeah, it's 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 a little getting used to for me. But, but you don't have to swipe up, is what right. I'm saying. Yeah, right. you can literally you're in just swipe to the right. side. Right, you just swipe bar. to the bottom of the side. Yeah, yeah, and it's even faster than that double tap was. But like yeah. brain of all right. the gestures exactly. that I'm fully accustomed to now. Right. And and I pick up an old iPhone and I'm sitting there trying to swipe on it, <laughs> but that's the one that I just keep forgetting yeah, that yeah. I can do. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's the, the uh, logical thing. thing. Yeah. The reachability gesture is way better now that you don't have to. You, know, you could just swipe that little bar down. Oh, to, yeah, uh, I never get that. I never use reachability. I feel like I was playing with the phone on Monday, um, and it seems like Apple is now at this kind of transition point where before it was like. If you picked up an iPhone, you could use it and figure out basically how to do everything right away. But yeah. now it's like you're really having to understand Apple's system of using the phone. Like it's a lot of things are just not like that intuitive. Like, oh, this corner versus this corner. You have the long press, you have the hard press. Um, mm-hmm. All that's like not very yeah. obvious if you were, if a non iPhone user, for example, was going to pick it up. 
Right. I mean, they walk you through that when you go through yes. setup. But yeah, the, con- yeah, the control you- center is a little tricky, but they do tell you, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are some, there are some things like that, but I think we, we're just so used to the iPhone sort of mechanics not having changed for so long that we, mm-hmm. we forget how non-obvious some of that stuff is. Like, there's no, there's no indicator visually that taking a screenshot is pressing the side button and the home button. You know, there was no visual indicator saying that you swipe up from the bottom to do control center, you know, before when they added it. It's just that it's been that way for so long that we're used to it now. So I think I think you are right that they're at an inflection point, but I don't think that it's gotten more complicated. I think that it's just changed and we all have to relearn several years of muscle memory. Right. Yeah. One thing I found weird is like on the lock screen. When you get to the lock screen, you know, you have the flashlight icon and the camera icon on the bottom. Right. But you can't just tap those. You have to tap and hold them. Yeah. It looks like, like a yeah. tap thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But then again, you know, you'd be turning your flashlight on by mistake. Right. More That's why you have you to should, tap and hold. Guess, so. Yeah. Because, you know, if your, your uh, phone's in your and the, pocket, the other and mistake with that is that the light, camera uh, icon on the lock screen looks the same as that, you know. Yeah, as that, but you can tap and hold on it, or you can still swipe to yeah. the side without unlocking your phone to get to the camera. But right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it doesn't like you know if you try doing something, and it should understand. Oh, you probably wanted to, so let me at least mm-hmm. send you a message like this is how you do something. You know, like press you know and hold it to to activate it or something, you know, right. some kind of help. Yeah, it suppose. does feel like there are so many gestures now and so many nuances to the gestures that something like that should be. Like Sierra, Siri can come up and say, hey, I see you're trying to do, are you trying to do this? <laughs> yeah, after you know? a few failed attempts right. of, yeah. at something, it would say, yeah. yeah. It would bring up that, that, or bring up that little tutorial, that little animated tutorial they've got. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing you do it once, it doesn't work, then you press a little harder and it does. I mean, it's, you're not going to take 17 tries to try to open the, the flashlight on the lock screen. Why you can't see? I need my flashlight. <laughs> so, One thing that bothers me to no end, and I understand why they did it, and I, I, I think it will improve in the future, is that the space below the keyboard for, that where they put the microphone and the little uh, keyboard switching globe icon... Yeah. Yeah, it just—I just hate that it's such a dead area. Oh yeah, like like even the icons that are there, I don't use them every day. I don't even use them every week. Yeah, I, I pick a keyboard and I keep it. That doesn't need to be there. And if it, if it does, if if Apple's trying to separate the space bar from the home indicator and they don't want people accidentally switching apps or whatever they would do, then put like a little row of emoji or put a bunch of icons yeah. down there that they, I could use. They do that on the touch bar. On, yeah. on Max, you know, they could, yeah, they could do something with that. Space. And I'm sure they will. But right now it just seems like, like, like lazy. Like this, just, it's just a dead, I and don't know how in, tall it and is. And it's, it's a little tall, inconsistent but... because that keyboard comes up when you're typing in text and stuff. But when you're putting text into other fields, uh, that keyboard doesn't have that space. Right. Like yeah. there's the other keyboard that's for putting in, you know, uh, passwords and all that other kind of stuff. It just is a different keyboard for some mm-hmm. reason. And it just doesn't have that space. So yeah, yeah so. they need to make it consistent and they need to use that space for something. I do yeah. like that they got that the microphone and the the emoji button like off of that bottom row with the space bar. I mean, I guess, but 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 yeah, the, the space between do something with it. Yep. 
And it's the same with third party. I, I, I tried like Gboard. Maybe maybe that, maybe that would be different, but it's they still have it there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So have you guys uh, experienced any heat issues with your phone? So for the first first day, I've only had my phone actually for three days because Adam, our photographer, had my phone over the weekend to test it. Oh, right. So I've only had it since Monday. But for the first 30 hours, it felt like it was running really warm. But since then, it hasn't been as hot. But I was a little concerned there for a while and... I was trying to figure out what was running in the background. I didn't see anything extraordinary. So have you guys experienced anything like that? No, 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 no heat issues at all. Yeah. yeah, nothing, nothing that's not what every iPhone does. I mean, you sit there right. and you, if you run benchmarks or something, it gets hot. Yeah. If you, the first few times you plug it in, not only is it heating up because it's charging, but it's like, that's when I run my photos processing and stuff. So, yeah. Um, it hasn't been. Mm-mm. Yeah, and nothing, I try to nothing keep, alarming, certainly. Yeah, and I try to, try to keep the background process to a minimum. Like, I don't use iCloud Photo Library or anything like that. So, well, um, I see you've got a case on yours, Roman. I do have a case on mine. Okay, but even without the case, see, and yeah. the only reason I have the case, I, I put a case on it, is because uh, because of my car mount. Right. So that's the only real reason because it's a magnetic car mount. People are yeah, asking on Facebook and Twitter about case suggestions. So. Okay. What do you what do you guys have to say about oh, that? All right, that's a good question. So, What's yours, Roman? So, and do you like it? You love it? So this <laughs> case that I bought, this is actually a four dollar case that I bought <laughs> on Amazon, and I was like, "Well, it's four dollars." It, you know, it's it's a case I could have when I first get my phone before I buy a real case. You know, I, but it came before I got my phone, so that way I, I wouldn't, you know, be caseless for any amount of time. Um, plus Adam's dirty hands were going to be on. <laughs> plus Adam's dirty hands. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's yeah. it collects lint. So, yeah. um, so, and I don't really know. It, it's, this case is by a company called Love It. L u v v i t t. It was it was on special on Amazon for like four dollars and fifty cents. You or put something an like eleven hundred dollar phone, and you're okay with putting in a four dollar case. <laughs> yeah. What's your well, how many stars do you give it? So I would give it like I don't know. I would give it maybe three stars. It's not bad. There's nothing I don't hate about it. Um, I mean, it's not going to scratch up your phone or anything, right? Right. And like okay. I said, it's mostly so I can hold my car mount. Yeah. Um, but it's not a recommended. You're not recommending it. I mean, Mike, it's four dollars. Do you use, <laughs> yeah. do you you use a, a case, Mike? I don't. The okay. only case I've ever used on any phone I've ever owned was I had the um, uh, Twelve South makes a like a portfolio case that I got for a gift. Okay. And I tried it on my iPhone six a bunch of years ago, and it was all right. I I didn't mind it. It's like a little sticker almost that goes in like a leather front. Okay. But I am I like the design of these phones. I like the feel of the glass on my fingers. I like them to be as thin as they can be. Yeah. So I do not use a case on any phone. I have a lot of cracks on my face. I, on my phones, I've broken a lot of them. Yeah. I'm glad I have Apple Care, but um, <laughs> I'm stubborn and I just I don't. I've broken yeah. I think three or four phones in my uh, iPhones in my in my day. Nice. And I just I still I just I I, I just won't do it. <laughs> Jason, do I you use- have a case? I, I was using this. They make these uh, peel. Uh, you go to, I think it's buypeel.com, P-E-E-L. They make mm-hmm. a phone. You can probably see it's almost, it's so oh, look at that. Yeah. stupid thin. You can barely see it. Yeah. Um, and they make a few, 
uh, not colors, but like a more translucent black, and they make one that matches the silver and stuff. And they make cases only for the iPhone and now the Pixel, and that's that's it. How much are they? They're twenty five bucks, I think. So they're not super cheap, but they're really well made. They fit like really, really precisely and perfectly, and they're super, super thin. And I like like you, Roman. I have a magnetic car case, yeah. So I got to put the little flat washer thing in here to like stick stick right. the magnet on there. Um, but also, it's it's not going to help if you drop your phone like hard, like big time. Yeah. But it's if it slips out of my pocket at the gym or something like that, it's going to keep it from getting scratched up or dinged up. And that's all really what I want is I want a case that's as thin as possible just to protect it from little little bumps and scratches and not that oh I'm I'm dropping it from eight feet on the concrete and yeah. it's gonna shatter everywhere. You know, that's yeah. that's not my that's not my problem, my use case problem. Right. You're a tall guy though. You have a it drops farther for you. <laughs> yeah. So I just you know Yeah, I mean that's another reason why I use a case is because we sometimes need to take photos. So I we try to try to keep it in a pretty good condition uh i was at the apple store yesterday and i looked at the iphone 10 silicon cases they're 39 dollars. they're nice and they feel uh nice because they have a little tactileness Mm. to it Mm -hmm. grippiness the thing i don't like about silicon cases in my experience is that they stretch out Mm. yeah yeah. yeah, and, and they and, and they it, collect dust. Yeah, yeah, they're like little gummy dust yeah. magnets. Yeah. yeah, and and I would not pay that much for that case. That's crazy. yeah, it is an expensive case. Yeah. It looks nice and it feels nice, but I was kind of like, yeah. But these peel cases are great. I I do really recommend them. Um, if you only have the, those <laughs> phones that they work with, uh, and it's got a little tiny bit of a lip around the camera bump. Like just yeah. a little bit raised, so that when you put your phone down, the camera bump's not like resting That's directly nice. on a table. Is it still? So t- just, would you say the lens is still touching the table, or no, not at all? No, it's not. That's what uh, I'm saying. Okay, perfectly. Just, just like by half a millimeter, or uh, okay. it's just barely raised over. The, they do that on purpose, just so that the glass is not touching the table. Yeah, that's the same with the case I'm using. We'll put links yeah. to the cases that were that we we've are tried out on in our in the show notes of this podcast so and, everybody knows <laughs> and cecil on twitter is asking if you use a screen protector i, I do not do not i, I have yeah. in the past uh and i've had no problems with them but um i i think i found that because of what we do here i found that i've had to had to remove it more often uh, than i needed to yeah, you know yeah. for photos yeah. and things like that so and it became I, I more never, of a hassle so. I could never install them the way I wanted. It was always like a little bubble somewhere that drove yeah. me nuts. And right. I, you know. The the glass they use now is so hard that yeah. um, unless you keep it in your pocket with keys, which don't do that, or something yeah. like, it's really not going to scratch the way they used to. Yeah. And it's really all about like, are you protecting it from like shatter impact? Uh, yeah. And it's and a screen protector probably won't do that anyway. Yeah. I mean. Maybe some of them it's I have heard that you got to be careful with the iPhone 10 because some of the first screen protectors really aren't measured out right to where the edges pop up because the edges of the glass curve down into the sides of the phone a little bit and they're not Mm -hmm. they're not quite right. And then as soon as anything pops up on your screen protector, it's shot like dust is going to get in the air. After like 30 seconds, it's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, be, do do be careful. Do your research on like which screen protectors you're getting for the ten, because they're they're coming in hot. Yeah, and I, I will. I, I have noticed that um, this 
particular phone, uh, even o- over all the other Android ones, it's it's quite slippery. The um, the glass, like I yeah. I use it a lot, like this, where I'll be talking oh, okay. to someone and doing something, and like it definitely <laughs> slips off my shoulder more than or or more rapidly than other phones. You need to you, grow you, a beard. You need a case. Hair. <laughs> if you cradle it with your shoulder <laughs> and on the phone, you need. I told you I'm stubborn. I'm just not happening. <laughs> Yeah, at but, the um, Apple Store yeah, I was at. A, oh, sorry, Mike, go ahead. I, mean, I was just going to say it's 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 a it seems to be a particularly slippery glass method that Apple has used on this. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't noticed that. To me, it feels very much like glass-backed Samsung phones and stuff. It feels pretty similar. Well, the front glass to me feels slicker and smoother, but I don't know if that's because my old phone is an old phone and has yeah. kind of lost its, its luster the coating, over time. The coating's brand new. Right. Yeah. I think what part of it is 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 the is the is that curved chrome side yeah. is extraordinarily slippy, uh, slippery, yeah. and you know rather than the aluminum that uh, that uh, most other phones use, which kind of give that kind of tactile edge to it. Where Apple, this is this is it's it's actually kind of looks like the original iPhone. Yeah, in that, it's, that it's steel and it's um, yeah. a little bit. It's a bit of a bit of a um, an homage to that one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I do get that sense of it when I look at it. It, it looks like that that old original, the OG yeah. iPhone. So this is kind of like, you know, Cecil on Twitter is asking, for people who are still on the fence with the iPhone mm-hmm. 10, okay. do you think they should buy this one or wait till the next gen? Because there's always that talk, don't buy first gen Apple right. products. Well, well, here's the deal. If you, all right, first of all, it's, it, it's an expensive phone. So if you don't have a thousand dollars to spend on a phone, it's I mean don't like blow your budget. It's a phone, right? You know, you'll be right. perfectly happy getting an iPhone eight or an iPhone. Don't, uh, 8 don't get a second mortgage. Yeah, there's no reason to <laughs> right. To yeah, throw yourself in poverty over a phone. Yeah. But nobody's gonna get rich doing Animoji karaoke. <laughs> like it's fun, but just yeah, tell that to YouTube stars. However, if you do have the money, um, the iPhone upgrade program will solve all those problems. For one, you don't have to spend $1,100 up front. And for two, next year, you'll be able to get the, the, the next one without spending any extra money to get it. You know, you'll just, you'll trade it, you'll turn in this one and you'll continue making your payments. And, yep. you know, so you end up essentially paying half of this phone and it's, it's like leasing a car. You know, you pay a part of the price and then they say, okay, you paid enough and we'll give you a new one now. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of the, of the uh, upgrade program. It's a yeah. It essentially saves you the hassle of selling it. Yeah, right. like it's that's it's true. really not saving money all over buying the phone outright. Next year, when you buy the new one, selling your old one. You well, know, it's, for, also, it's also ga- it's guaranteeing you that you're getting fifty percent of the, of your yeah. value back. Which I've is never nice. seen year old phones iPhones go for less than that, but it's it's a hassle to do it's that. A pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So so you get you get past that. So that's a good thing. I would say. You know, if if you're really asking yourself that, if you don't need a phone so desperately that you're thinking, oh, I could wait a year. Yeah, next year's one is going to be better. I mean, yeah, of course it's going to be better. But so if, if you, you really aren't that desperate, then you know, wait. Always the kind of that's kind of the answer for every phone. If you really, if you're scratching your head, should I even get it? Then yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think yeah for that amount of money, you know, if if money is not an issue, you know, it's. Yeah, we don't the know. cameras are essentially the same, except for the telephoto on the iPhone 10. 
I mean, you're getting Face yeah, ID a, and so MMOG it's also dual, dual optical image stabilization. Right, it, it is a little bit better on the two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, the camera is a bit better than the and the front. The you get the front uh, portrait mode yeah. and lighting on the yeah. ten as well. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe then think about it like you know, say you're on. We could start at like you know iPhone six, you know, and you're you're Ooh. not necessarily choosing between getting the eight or the ten. You're like, okay, I will either get the ten or I will wait. You know what in you know what in those cases, which generation would you be like? Oh yeah, you know, buy the ten now versus just wait till later. I think if you've got a six, yeah. it's time to upgrade. I think if you so. have a the six S is where it's on the line, kind yeah. of depending on what your financial situation is, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then you know, uh, the seven is still great. Yeah, especially if you have a plus, if you have the seven plus, and you're not worried about portrait mode or anything, you already got port eight version of portrait mode then mm-hmm. yeah i would say you can keep you can hang on to your seven and wait a year yeah things develops you know three years in phones is a long time it is and you know there's yep. so much more better phones the cameras yeah yeah, especially yeah even just just the cameras themselves mm-hmm. so if you have a six that's a three-year-old phone yeah yeah, yeah. especially if you have i think they were doing 16 gig sixes yeah. Right, you know, right. and that's that's it starts to get painful. success with 16 gig too, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah, if you've got this 16 gig six, yeah, it's upgrade time. I had I a wonder... 6S plus, and I'm happy that I upgraded, mm-hmm. but I could see I could see waiting one more year if if, if I didn't do if this wasn't my job or if right. I didn't have. Fourteen hundred dollars to spend. <laughs> I know, so I wouldn't be, you know, I would be envious of everyone else, but I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I could live with this phone right. for another year. So, uh, speaking of the up, upgrade program, do we think, or do you guys think that Apple is going to push the next year's iPhone launch to November? Because everyone who did that, mm. myself included, if it comes out in September. We can't get one until November because of the terms of the program. Right. So are they going to follow? Is is the is the is now the upgrade cycle pushed back a month, or are they going to give everyone okay? You can upgrade after eleven months. It's cool. We're 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 going to give you a a, yeah. I would I would guess that if the phone's ready to go and that's when they want to launch it, they'd be easier. It'd be easier for them and like no big deal for them to just like say, Oh, if you're on the upgrade program, you can go ahead and upgrade, even though it's just September, you know, I I think they would do that before they would deliberately hold back a release just for those upgrade program people. Cause still as, as great as the upgrade program is the vast majority of phones aren't being sold on that. They're not going to give up two months of sales like for that. I would hope so. That would really be rough if the people, the the the, the most devoted Apple fans who yeah. are like in the upgrade program, they're going to get the new iPhone every year. That's right. why they have it is because they want that new phone every year, and they have yeah. to wait essentially a month and a half, two months to to get it. Yeah, that's, you, can, that you can count on a nasty editorial from me on MacRoll.com about <laughs> yeah. that. It's, Absolutely, <laughs> I will not be happy. Yeah. Um. But if, if I can just parrot what Jason started off with, um, I've also used all of these Android phones, pretty much all of them. And 
I now I've had the iPhone 10 for six days or five days, whatever it is. And every time I turn it on, the screen just blows my mind. I have never, I, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's almost like there's a sticker on top of it. Like a, like a, like a color form. Yeah. Just the, the clarity and the color accuracy and the gamut. It's just astounding. All right. What and Apple this did comes with from OLED. people who have used yeah the best Samsung displays, yeah. which are and the, which are the Note the Eight is a yeah. the Note Eight is a, a it's a has a brilliant display. I gave it yeah. five stars. It's amazing. Yeah. But this one is just like wow. I can't yeah. even imagine how they how they perfected this technology. It's just it's it's it it blows my mind. I think it's between that and just the, their attention to making sure that the bezel's the same all the way around. That helps. That yeah. It, from from the distance from the side and mm-hmm. everything, it just kind of melts away, and their just color accuracy is is yeah. Next when level. I put them when I put them side by side with the Note Eight, the V thirty, and the iPhone, I mean, it's just there's no comparison, mm-hmm. and it and it really it really shows how poor LG's quality is. My God, they yeah, um, their OLEDs are not yeah, up, up to not, snuff not, with not 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 quite there yet. Their their LCDs are very good, but their OLEDs are not not that good. Which is funny because they make really good TV. Yeah. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they make awesome televisions. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, um, you know, so we've been saying for years, when's Apple going to do an OLED screen? When's Apple going to do OLED, oh, an, an OLED screen? And, yeah. you know, this is this is a true Apple. This is what they do. They wait and they wait and they wait until it's absolutely perfect, and they just right. totally nailed it. They, yeah, they add their own secret sauce to yeah. whatever their manufacturer that they in this case it's samsung it's yeah. samsung but it, but it's even you know they took samsung and they just made it that much better i wonder how much i mean nobody's really testing apple watches or the touch bar to the level that they're testing yeah, right? these but i wonder if they exhibit the same qualities like if they're sort of the same color accuracy and stuff like that yeah or, i mean I, I i know the first time i used my apple watch i was i was astounded too at just how deep the blacks were and mm-hmm. you know how how bright it was in sunlight and things like this but i mean it's hard on, on a on an inch and a half to really get a true feel exactly for yeah how great it is well we started off talking about the screen so that seems like a good point we've come full circle now to mm-hmm. uh wrap it up yeah next so. next week i'll be curious to see how full your your phones are as far as size because <laughs> uh, at that point you'll have put all your kind of you know normal day-to-day stuff that you yeah. use yeah so. all right so i think that just about does it for this week's episode of the mac world podcast i want to thank uh mike over on the east coast for joining thank us you, sir. thank you to jason cross our newest staff writer thank you jason thank you thanks to dan the man behind the scenes uh, representing the yeah. our audience, which who I also would like yeah. to thank. Their proxy. So, so, and thanks to the audience. Thank you for your comments and questions. Join us again next week. We'll be live tentatively on <laughs> Wednesday. We might have a schedule change, so we'll let you guys know. We have some stuff going on here with meetings and stuff, so it's quite possible we might change the time of the podcast for next week. We're still shooting for Wednesday at ten o'clock Pacific live on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, we will post this an edited version of this podcast on the Macworld website. In case you missed it, check out our show notes for any links to stuff that we mentioned on the show. Um, thank you very much. See you next week. Bye.